What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Baby. Can we just put a microphone up to Big B snoring away? <laughs> that is what I wish I was doing right now. Yeah, you sound like garbage. What's going on? I feel I, I feel actually pretty good, but I <clears throat> it's weird. I feel good, but I feel like garbage. <clears throat> yeah. I had a big weekend. Went mm-hmm. to Folly Fest. Mm-hmm. Oh wee. It was just such a party. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know what Folly Fest is, it's a, uh, it's just this sweet little wholesome festival in the middle of fucking nowhere in New Brunswick. It's like a music festival. Um, and I went with Becca and a whole bunch of our friends and, uh, just got turned, just mm-hmm. got turned up. Yeah. A little too much. Yeah. 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 I, I. I will say this. I was a little too, um, no, not too, not too, but I was a little more carefree. I was more, more carefree 
about what I was doing with my body mm-hmm. than I ever have in my life. All right, tell me about that. Uh, I don't know if this is the place to get into it. Why? Uh, because <laughs> I don't know if we can talk about it. Uh, I just I just partook in I just partook in some recreational fun uh, uh, things mm-hmm. that. Uh, maybe we can talk about when the mics are off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I see. So that's why. Were you thinking I was talking about like sexually? Well, yeah, I thought maybe carefree. You said body. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, there was some sex. We had Beck and I had some tent sex. Mm-hmm. We should talk, let's, talk about, let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got a pop up tent, mm-hmm. and uh, po- it was fucking amazing. Pops up in like literally a minute, mm-hmm. and uh, we we made. We made fuck in it every night that we were there, which I guess isn't really um, uh, off off base for us going to a festival. But man, I tell you, that is a yeast infection waiting to happen. Uh, you know why? what I mean? Well, it's just like you're dirty. Like there's no showers. Like you're, yeah. you know, it's like by day three. Yeah. Dude, by day three, it's some nasty sex. It's yeah. Dirty, dirty sex. Yeah. My thoughts on tent sex, <laughs> you know, um, it is, it is a, like you said, a yeast infection waiting to happen. Um, I don't mind dirty sex, like dirty body sex. Me, neither do um, I. I don't love, I'm not super encouraging of anyone to like go down on me um, if it's been a bit. I know on, uh, on like when you're, especially like, for women, I mean, men, nothing changes in terms of peeing, but like, I'm not traveling, I'm peeing outside and I'm not traveling with like toilet paper generally. So it's just like a lot of, yeah, a lot of just mess for a couple of days. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I like it for the raunchiness of it. Uh, I like it for what it is. Um, and I think it's like, it, I have a bad, like a uh, perspective, not a bad perspective, but I'm not super like into the showering every day, perfume, deodorant, um, hair products. Like that's not really my scene. So I like like a nat- a natural sort of bo. Yeah. Um, but like you know, especially if you're in two different sleeping bags. Um, how often do you shower? How often do I shower in general? Yeah. Well, where I teach hot yoga, I kind of rinse off every day. Yeah. But um, if I wasn't, like, say it's a week that I'm not teaching, I'd probably shower, like, once every three days. Once every three days? Yeah. What are you, a Neanderthal? (laughs) Yeah. You notice how big my head is? (laughs) You nasty as fuck. Yeah. Dude, I got to shower every day. I don't need to, I don't need to, like, You're the cleanest person that ever lived. (laughs) Come on. No, I'm not. You squeak when you're squeaking. I do not. I do not. I, I, no, man, I'm not a Vishla. Come on. You're pretty, you're pretty clean. No, I'm pretty clean. I shower every day. Yeah. Yes. Once a day. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't like, uh, I definitely don't wash my hair every day. Yeah. I definitely don't put deodorant on every single day. Oh, oh, you rebel. I know. I know. I'm badass. Although I don't like stinking. I like Mm -hmm. to smell, I like to either smell neutral Mm -hmm. or smell good i like my smell i like my armpit smell yeah i don't like my i'm just gonna take a little sip right now (laughs) 
It's a couple days. It's yeah. a couple days. I mean, I did I did shower yesterday after I taught, but um, I haven't been like regularly shaving my armpits or my legs lately. Oh, what's happening? Hi, Big B. You're pulling that microphone away from me? Um, yeah, and, and that I kind of like because, fuck, it's high maintenance, shaving your armpits and your legs every day. But also my hair is pretty sparse, so it's not that noticeable when it grows in. But I do notice that after I shave my armpits... Um, my armpit bo is stronger than when there's hair there. I'm gonna smell my armpits right now. I haven't showered since the uh, since uh, Saturday. How is it? <laughs> Smells pretty good. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I, but I also like I'll wrap on some deodorant here and there. Yeah. See, there is I the pheromones. Here, you come smell. You tell me armpit. I, you know my nose. I can't okay. smell shit. You come smell it. Come over here. Uh, it smells like blueberries. It blue. It does kind of smell like blueberries, doesn't it? What the fuck is that about? I don't fucking know. My deodorant. I don't. I haven't put deodorant on. Okay. And my deodorant isn't blueberry scented. See, your armpits. Maybe they're self cleaning. That's so interesting. I yeah. thought I smelled blueberries, and I was like, no, my nose is just fucked. <laughs> Why do you smell like a blueberry? Field? Holy shit! I don't know. I like that though. Yeah. I'm gonna leave that for tonight, which is. Uh, You're not gonna shower our before live our show. live show tonight. <laughs> no, I definitely am. Of course, but dude. You are. I gotta wash my dick and butthole. So bad right now. Okay. It's like, it's real bad. I'm not smelling your dick in your butthole. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that, well, then. but if you can smell it, then babe, it's, it's called yes. And babe, <laughs> have you, have you never heard of that rule? Uh, man, <laughs> you just ran sure, the show right into the ground. Make sure you get that. Oh, so, sorry. Make sure you get a soapy finger right up that butthole then. Oh God. Um, um okay. So, uh, uh, tent sex, tent sex, tent sex. So we have a really tall tent too. Now here's another thing that we did for the for the festival that that I so last year was like my first year of like really going for the festival season. Mm-hmm. I went to three, I think, or maybe I did two. Um, but we had this like we had we had uh, one of your tents. Yeah, that was like you know it's like a small tent. It's oh, meant yeah. for two people. Like it's to lay down to lay down and, and only. That's it. Yeah, and and. Everyone we were camping with last year had these like huge fucking tall like stand up tents like you can stand in them. Yeah, my tent is for stealth camping. Yeah, your tent is for like Tucking outdoor camping under in, like, a tree. Yeah, camping yeah. like a like a normal person, and that's the only camping I've ever known. Like when I went on that three month whitewater kayaking trip, yeah, that was that was like legit camp camp camp. Yeah. You know, like survival man camp. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking for some dumb reason going to these festivals last year this year i was like no screw that let's like glamp this motherfucker up mm-hmm. so we got this big pop-up one second pop-up stand up inside it tent mm-hmm. this huge queen size air mattress yeah we had a bedside table oh my god <laughs> we had a thing hanging with all of our shit in it we had a tapestry on the floor as like a as like a walk-in carpet and it was glorious and here's why it was glorious because when you're high on acid mm-hmm. and you come back to your tent and you have this like living room set up, mm-hmm. it's not stressful. Yeah. Whereas last year I had a little bit of a freak out, a little like bad trip oh, wow. in my little tiny mess of a tent. Right. So it was quite nice. It was really quite nice. Um, but it also made for some very great tent sex mm-hmm. you have space you have you room. had an air mattress right yeah we did we didn't have to refill it once oh great i know 
so rare. Canadian Even, Tire pulling through with like the cheap ass air mattress. That you we, should put an ad out for that. Like you can bang and we were bou- many times. We were bouncing up and down on that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So anyway, Folly Fest was, was beautiful. Oh, and you know what? Big, huge shout out to Maple Hero. I don't even fucking know your real name, dude. I forget it. But Maple Hero, he's a he's a patron. He's yep. a donator on Patreon. Yeah. He lives in Gagetown. This is like, I, I think it's a population of one. It's only him. Okay. And then every year this festival comes to his town. And um, he's a huge fan of Termion. And we got to connect and we were chatting. And uh, he's just an absolute sweetheart. So uh, Maple Hero, it was nice to see you. It was nice to party with you. Um, yeah, it was fun. That sounds great. It was a good time. Yeah, I worked all weekend. Oh, well, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of sex in my life this weekend. No, nope. um, just a lot of dog wrangling. Yeah, because I was watching Becca's dog. You had three and, dogs here at the house. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. Got out to a lake though. That was nice. That is nice. Um, there was a girl at the lake. This is so funny. Erin will when she listens to this. Um, so Erin and Sarah. Um, and I rode out this lake and we had the dogs and, um, there was a girl, there was a group of, of, uh, folks over by, um, by us at the lake and they were all in their like bathing suits and doing selfies and swimming and playing with our dogs cause the dogs were running over there and they were really sweet. And I, one of the girls had like a Brazilian style bikini bottom on, you know, the kind that goes right up your butt, nice. kind of comes up yeah. at the top. Um, and I was like, I couldn't, like, anytime I looked over there, it was like my eyes were magnetized to her butt. Her butt was fantastic. And Dude, I was those like, are ma- none of us brought it up, but I know we were all thinking the for same sure. thing. For sure. Those are eye magnets and for sure. And she knew it. Oh, yeah. She knew it because there was a couple other girls with her and they had more full coverage bathing suits on and um, like also really beautifully figured women. Um, but but this girl's butt was like all the way out. It was like, it was like, it was like the booty that you get if you work on it every day. Oh, really? Like yeah. You, so it was like, not only was it well-shaped, but it was like muscular as well like uh, like fit like a fit butt it was a fit but i wouldn't say it was muscular it looked like it just looked like a healthy butt is and... it a, was it a butt that you wanted to bite to me that's the test <sighs> right do you want to bite it i don't know how i feel about that question i'm i i mean i know what you're talking about um I know so well what you're talking about, but there was just something that was so perfect about her butt that I wouldn't even want to put my teeth marks in you, it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like, it should be on a sculpture in a museum. Oh, my God. Yeah. You didn't ask for her name or her autograph? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I didn't. Um, I didn't. I, and I, you know, I just didn't want to. I didn't bring it up to my friends either because it's like obviously you don't want to obje- I don't think that counts as objectifying. I but I was really admiring this butt and I was like, I hope damn. It <clears throat> I feel I get a lot of compliments on my butt, but it is does not even hold a candle to this girl's yeah. butt. I I really hope it doesn't. What it like? Come on, what what is objectification? I mean, I know what I know what objectification is. Yeah, but like if someone if someone clearly has a very like a very well like for example brian right now brian from sick boy podcast he's been on this fucking crossfit 
hardcore CrossFit, um, like he's addicted to CrossFit. He's got a problem. Um, but he looks, he looks so good right now. Right. His body is just pristine. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at this photo the other day of him just doing a handstand and I couldn't take my eyes off of his fucking like intercostal muscles Mm -hmm. and, and, and obliques. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll tell him I'll tell him I will tell him how good he looks. Is that objectification? Objectifying well, him? I I know Brian. I love Brian for everything he is. No, I mean objectification. It says here, uh, objectification is the act of treating a person or sometimes an animal as an object or a thing. It is part of dehumanization, the right. act of disavowing the humanity of others. Sexual objectification, the act of treating a person as a mere object of sexual desire, is a subset of objectification. Right. Um, as is self-objectification, the objectification of oneself. Okay, so, question. By yeah. me asking you, mm-hmm. speaking specifically of the nice bum, mm-hmm. is it a bum that you want to bite? Is that objectification? I don't know. Because is that a sexual thing? I don't Biting no, a butt? No, no. It's, to me, it's like... Um, it's animal almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's sexual. It's not a sexual thing. It's like, it, it looks so... It's like when you see a baby mm-hmm. and it's so cute. You want to You want to pull its head off. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. You want to just... Uh, like, <laughs> I can't describe it. <laughs> You're just it. over there gnashing your teeth. <laughs> chewing on it's baby flesh. It's the same flesh. thing with like a really nice butt. You just kind of want to just like put your teeth on it and go... Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like it probably would have a lot of give to it, like, uh, or sorry, not a lot of give to it. Like, it it seemed like, you know, those stress balls. Yeah. That you can like squeeze, but they bounce right back into their shape. Yeah. That seems like what this butt would have done. That's great. Yeah, but I, 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 uh, I don't know if biting a butt is a sexual objective. I'm sure she also has a great personality. Well, see, but yeah, right. I think just then, then it crossed Did over. I cross the line? Yeah, you crossed over. Sometimes I don't because I think we were really we weren't talking about her as a human. We really were just talking about. I didn't want to do anything butt. sexual we were to just that talking butt. About I, the butt. I, I was coveting her butt. Yeah, I wanted her butt on yeah. my body. I don't think that's objectification. Okay, man. I I wish I wish I hope I, I I know that no one would ever look at my butt that way. I don't have a butt. There is no butt. You have a small butt. I, yes, thank you. I know. But it's, <laughs> I have a very, very... But it's not flat. It's like, it's round. No, my butt... It's pinchable. It's very pinchable. No, 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 no. No? No. You don't think that? No, I'll show you. It's it's got, it's uh, it's it's flabby now. It's gotten, what are you it's, talking it's flabby. about? Anyway, whatever. No one's ever going to look at my butt and go, that is a really amazing butt. But if someone did, I wouldn't go, oh. How dare you? Well, people have been objectifying your abs for a long time. Or not objectifying, but they've been like coveting your abs for a long time. Right. You know? Yeah, I always look at that as a joke, though. That's like a CF joke. Right. But it's not. It's only because I, I mean, have CF. You could bl- wash laundry on your <coughs> abdomen. Yeah, but it's only because of my CF. Right. Yeah, it's not because you earned it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think that you and I are, are in the habit of objectifying people. Okay. I hope or I hope that we're not, but I also like to say I like to think that you and I, from time to time, like to admire um, people's goods mm-hmm. and go, "Amen." Yeah, thumbs up to you for that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I can I can I can handle that. 
we're still good people. <laughs> All right. This is going far longer than I wanted it to because I feel like such a garbage pet. Uh, let's, uh, let's hit it with the brain boner. Okay. Before we throw it to this week's episode, which I'm so excited for. So good. All right. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my God. Okay. Let's throw it to, um, now she signed it D. Um, I, I know who D is, so I'm just going to read it. I'm not going to say D's name, but hi D. Thanks for reaching out. What's up D? My boyfriend and I are perfect on every level. We communicate well. We have a blast together. We cook and make incredible meals. Honestly, he's perfect. But the but, haha, there's always a but. We both have very differing libidos and ideas of intimacy. I'm okay with that, especially when we talk about it. But I have had adrenal fatigue for four years. And part of my maintenance of adrenal fatigue is that I not eat refined sugar. I had to create healthy boundaries with people that cause too much stress in my body. I get at least eight to ten hours of sleep every day. I can't drink alcohol and absolutely no caffeine. Seems like a sad life indeed, but it really isn't, especially because one of my favorite prescriptions to help balance my hormones is to have at least one daily orgasm. When I was single, this was easy peasy. I'd have a boy girl over, a boy slash girl over, or I'd get down and dirty on my own. It became my most favorite thing in the world to do. Go home after work, have a long bath, crawl into bed early, write poetry, listen to sexy music, and do as the doctor ordered. I loved it. Then I fell in love. We were planning a life together and spending almost every night together. I'm okay with him not wanting to fuck all the time. I truly am. But sometimes I don't masturbate in the hopes that we do fuck, and I don't come as easily when I've masturbated that day, so when nothing happens between us, I go to sleep with this level of tension in my body and subsequently disappointment that is so frustrating. This isn't his fault. I know it's my lack of ability to communicate this with him. I'm wondering how to go about having the conversation of, if we don't fuck, is it okay that I masturbate before bed? Is it something I do with him sleeping? Or do I or do I do it while we're getting comfy and settled in? Do I leave the room? I'm afraid that doing this will make him think I'm fucking sex crazed, which I am sort of, let's be honest. I have a healthy appetite for sex. Or worse, it'll make him feel less of a man because he isn't into it and I need it. I also wake in the middle of the night sometimes, and I know the easiest way to fall asleep is to masturbate, but is it fucked to do this while he's sleeping? It just relaxes me in the best possible way and gives my muscles that literal melting that sometimes I can't sleep without. I know the obvious answer is to talk to him about it, but I'm curious how other people have navigated the urges to masturbate with their partners beside them in bed. As always, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> man the amount of times i've jerked off in bed next to you mm-hmm. and in my head going pretty sure she knows i'm jerking off mm-hmm. and is like countless uh-huh um did you always know no i don't think i always knew um you knew, you knew a lot though you felt it you felt yeah. that like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you sometimes against my hip yeah yeah well i mean <clears throat> I don't know. I chime in there, Brad. What do you think? Um, I think it's absolutely okay to masturbate next to your partner in bed. I mean, the thing is, is I've done that too, but I'm always like kind of trying to be really still and like quiet because I don't want them to wake up usually because I'm like the same reasons you stated. Um, I, you know, I don't, 
I, I just don't want to answer questions. I don't want to make it question time about like, what am I thinking about? Why didn't you wake me up? That's the worst question. Ever. Uh, yeah, Why didn't you, you just wake me up? Yeah. Um, no, because actually sometimes I, I get off on the fact that someone's sleeping right next to me. There is something very fun about uh-huh. like a sort of, uh, you know, 007 sneaky spy jerk off session. Mm-hmm. Um and trying to get away with it, <clears throat> yeah. You know? I've I've always I've I, I there's there's part of that that I'm like yeah, let's let's see if I can do this without. without. I I also you, you don't even have any qualms about being caught if the person's still awake. Sometimes I'll just be like, I'm gonna masturbate. And, yeah, and then they'll be like, okay, do you need anything from me? Yeah, and I'll be like, yeah. Maybe pinch my nipple or something. Yep. Um, and then sometimes it leads to sex, which is kind of hot too. Um, it it and- very well can lead to sex. Yeah. yeah. The other the other night, um, this is uh, Beck and I had someone over, and we had a, a, th- a threesome with a very lovely young woman, and um, it went very well. And uh, although Becca didn't didn't climax. We we focused on on making her climax, and then um, when it was done, uh, she went home, and then we went home, and Beck and I had sex like twice already that day, so my dick was finito, mm-hmm. like I was my, I was exhausted, yeah. and we got into bed, and she was like, um, Beck was like, can we have sex? And I was like, oh man, babe, like I, I I don't have it in me, I don't have it in me to do. And like literally my dick is dead. And she was like, okay. And then RIP, we started going to sleep, but then I, and I, I fall asleep like that. Mm-hmm. I wake up to Becca saying, are you okay? If I jerk off, if, if I jerk off on you, are you, <laughs> that's not what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture Becca saying that. <laughs> she said, are you okay? If I get myself off? And I was like, yeah, babe, Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, just ask like that's I think that's one one. Yeah, you did just bring it up like maybe you'll, or some questions will arise. Just bring it up beforehand. Yeah. Just, you know, from time to time. Yeah. When we don't have sex, I like to masturbate before I go to sleep. Yeah. Did she say that she has like communicated that like this daily coming once a day is super vital to her existence? Did she communicate this to her boyfriend? Yes. Uh, she didn't say. I think it's as easy as that. Yeah. It's like that a um if to me that sounds very logical and reasonable reasonable. Um if someone told me I have to come once a day, I'd go, "Oh, yeah, cool." Yeah. That sounds Now what about the situation where, you know, <coughs> she might not masturbate because they might have sex later? And she doesn't want to ruin the orgasm because she has a hard time, harder time coming the second time around in a day. Um, mm. That's kind of I I could imagine that being difficult to navigate. Just being like, hey, do you think we're gonna have sex later? Because if not, I'm gonna masturbate right now. I mean, maybe D. Um, like, what if you masturbate in the daytime and then you guys are gonna hang out? Uh, you folks are going to hang out that night and then, you know, you don't want to ruin your, your, your orgasm for that's might potentially happen later, but does it matter if you come during the sex later? 
Like, could you yeah, just right. masturbate and then still? I know you said it takes you longer to come, but that's not such a big deal, is yeah, it? Yeah, because if you still got your quota for the day earlier, yeah. And I find too. Well, maybe, maybe this is it's probably different for everybody, but I always find that the second time I come in a day, um, is I you know what I shouldn't generalize. I shouldn't say always, but I was going to say can often be enhanced by the fact that I had a previous orgasm that day. Right. Right. Um. Something that I've been doing, I've been doing a lot of like uh, pelvic floor lifting lately. And I think, I don't know, we talked about this already at one point, but um, I found that when I'm like working on my pelvic floor, which is like, you know, Kegels or whatever, um, my sex afterwards is like my orgasms are way more intense. So maybe you could do, I mean, it's nothing to practice that while you're sitting at your computer. No. Um, And then maybe, maybe your second orgasm of the day will be easier and more powerful i don't know try it yeah but for sure as always communication is key it's, just to prevent always, any understand uh, misunderstanding the answer to everything i find mm-hmm. <laughs> communication yeah uh, but i don't think there's anything wrong with with a little stealth jerk off sesh definitely not um yeah hopefully that helps d yeah and if it doesn't if we doesn't because you know us and we know you uh-huh. for sure write us back and be like, guys, you didn't answer my question. <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Let's throw it to this week's episode. Uh, but before we do, a couple of thanks to give. Mm-hmm. Um, our Patreon is in full effect. And, um, and uh, we want to just give some thanks to a few of the beautiful people who have supported us thus far if you don't hear your name it's because it, the list is is uh is long and and we'll get to you over time and we might i think what we might do is take this we should take this and shift it to the end of the show yeah so put that in our credits yeah put in the end credits thank you for making this possible yeah let's do five today okay let's hit five so the first one uh big thank you to jesse rose matthews um jesse rose Rosebud Matthews. Oh, oh. That was weak. Oh, Jesse, I'm sorry. As you got you got you got a a, a premature um no, I can't say that. <laughs> we are not in a good way today. Kirk, I can't say anything innuendo about your name because I see you every day and it's just gonna make it awkward. Let's not make it awkward, Kirk. Jerk Dorland. <laughs> <laughs> no. Jeff. Jeff. Uh, I had a camp counselor named Jeff when I was growing up that asked me for a blowjob. That was weird. Thanks, Jeff. Are you not saying his last name? It's perfect. It's a perfect setup there. Jeff DeSalvo? Yeah. What's the setup? Jeff DeSalvo. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Um, I did too many drugs this weekend. Amelia Bedelia, the girl... Uh, that all those books were based on. She just couldn't do anything right, but I bet she was good in the sack. She was cool. Kinky. Big, baby, stop moving. Yeah. You're- uh, that's a one, a two, a three, a four. And the last one, uh, Jacqueline Addison. Uh, you, Jacqueline it- off next to you in bed while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. Uh, yeah, bingo. <laughs> uh, bingo, bango. Okay. <laughs> Um, we hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Um, it's again, if, if you loved Emily's, so th- I have to say this, this is really funny. Okay. Bridie, in the, in the write-up of last week's episode of Emily's episode, you put, uh, Jeremy's new girlfriend, yeah. Emily. I, 
there were so many people that just read that and reached out to me and were like, Jer, like another girlfriend, like, dude, slow the fuck down, mm-hmm. which is so funny because Becca, <laughs> Becca was like super annoyed by it. No. Yeah. That was really funny. Anyway, and me and Emily were, were like <clears throat> making fun of Becca for it. But I have to say this. Krista, this week's episode, Krista. If is Chris, your new girlfriend. Well, if Krista was uh, not a lesbian, I guarantee you Krista and I would be some sort of item. Mm-hmm. We, I, she, me and her are just on the same fucking level. I, I love her so much. And... And it was super fun to see the two of you connect mm-hmm. because um, she is just smitten with you. Yeah, she was very, she said some really nice things. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, this week's episode uh, is our, our good friend Krista. She's she's a hoot. We hope you love it. Hoot. And, a uh, hoochie hoot. And oh, uh, thank you everyone for coming out to our live show last night. It's actually tonight, but. It was actually yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Thank you for coming to our live show yesterday. Uh, oh yeah, right. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so wow, how confusing is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, Stubborn goat, thank you for letting us do that. I'm, I'm sure it was a fun time. <laughs> we had a great time. <laughs> Many laughs were had. Um, and those of you uh, who watched it on live stream, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, you can probably still watch it. The link will be up somewhere. Uh, okay, hope you enjoy this week's episode. Love you. Long time. See you on the other side. Is that so? I'm I'm really focusing on the first chakra right now because it's the first one. What is what is the first one? Um, like what's what chakra is that? What, what's that called? The the um, base chakra. It, the root chakra. The root chakra is the first one. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Okay, and uh, it has everything to do with uh, your sense of stability safety security in the world and so if you have things in your you can inherit uh trauma from your your mother or your family and your blood like people who um people who grew up who are raised by like children uh, uh, people who are raised by holocaust survivors let's say they can inherit this like trauma this sense of not being safe in the world like that is just it's kind of bred into like it gets passed down yeah exactly sure. gotcha um whether psychologically or physically i you know i can't really speak to the the science of that i get how that would happen mm-hmm. mentally yeah but like um you know i have there's probably some trauma that i've inherited as well and once once you're not really feeling like trust in the world um, it's really hard to progress in any kind of way. So I'm really focusing on uh, 
just reinforcing to myself every day that I am I am nourishing my body with like good food and good water and a connection to the the natural world and the place is a safe and loving place and you know whatever um and I don't really remember where I was going with this but it had something to do with I was asking you like how are you feeling like what's why you know what's what's the stresses why are you off my coping mechanisms when I'm not really feeling uh my greatest or when I'm feeling really great is stuff uh that is uh oral so food alcohol smoking weed um sometimes sex but mostly just like anything that has instant gratification um so that's kind of what I'm noticing a lot and like I have wanted to smoke weed all day long but I know I can't really communicate with people very well that I don't know when I'm smoking weed <coughs> and it kind of messes with my voice and my vocal cords and stuff so I try I tried all day not to and I didn't but I am just like I love you talking about instant gratification as I'm it. sitting here literally doing snuff mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> god yeah, I know a- you chose that moment on purpose I know I just didn't. way to make it about you. No, hey, don't. I didn't. I didn't. I, it's because I've started already. Because Krista and I were <clears throat> at the bar drinking before we came over here. Yeah, and I went out and got myself a bottle of wine. So, oh, there you go, mm-hmm. uh, Krista. Hi. Oh, hello. Um, I well, it, you know what? Let's just say thank you, Bride. I'm glad. I I honestly, it's like you know, it's funny. We do this show. We do this podcast, and um. The thing that I, I think people may not consider is that even though this is we we're trying to turn this into a job, we're trying to make this a profession. The whole the whole point surrounding this whole thing is is uh, it's the art of conversation, and so to sit down with someone who maybe we don't know so well, like a guest, and have a conversation with them. If you come into that with um, uh, you know, a certain energy, like you're fucking tired or Mm. you don't feel great or you don't feel, um, you're not like on cloud nine, you're not on your game or you're, you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. It's going to affect the quality of the conversation for yourself, right? Maybe not for the listener, but maybe they like tune into something and they, and they, they hear something that they're not quite used to. Mm -hmm. So I think to start a fucking conversation off by just going, (laughs) Hey, straight up everyone. Yeah, I I feel like shit today. Mm-hmm. There is something very valuable to that, mm-hmm. and also I think very like respectable. Mm-hmm. I think Brady's a goddess, no matter what emotion she's feeling. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk about who's the favorite of the podcast, <laughs> it fucking ain't me. <laughs> it's true. People <laughs> people love Bridie. Like people love Bridie. Okay, you, guys. Babe, you are driving this fucking okay. bus. All right, okay, I get it. I'm feeling better already. <laughs> uh, we're only speaking the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a goddess. Like, literally. You are. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm guys, sure you are. Let me just say, like, <laughs> I want my actual job. I know, yeah, we want this podcast to be a job. But what I actually want my job to be is to lounge around, half-dressed, with very attractive with white wine, serve it. No red wine. This is just because oh. it's a very hot day. <laughs> um, uh, red wine 
and attractive servant attractive men. servants, men and women, men sure. and women, and yeah. and every people. and every and all the feeding people. me grapes, yeah, feeding me grapes, drink, you know, pouring my wine, massaging my whole body. I would do that for you. Okay, all right, and then you know maybe occasionally <laughs> you know making out with me and. You know what, babe? I, I honestly, I think you are, are you are on the fast track <laughs> yeah. to fucking making that your job. If you're out there and that appeals to you oh, and you want to pay me to do that because oh, it bonus. has to be a job, right? Yeah. I need, I, I gotta have like some perks. I gotta go and buy my lingerie and stuff. Um, then just please reach out online. Well, I think this is a good segue <laughs> into, Chrissy, you were just saying that you would gladly jump into that. And Excuse? and uh, <laughs> and here's the thing You're is hired. is that uh, you know people people always ask like how do you find people to be on your on your podcast for Sick Boy people ask us that all the time and uh, for Sick Boy it's like super dude, easy we literally we don't have to search we literally have hundreds and hundreds of people across the world lining up to be on the show turn me on's a little different not everyone's like willing to drop their shit and go, I want to come on the show to talk about sex and talk about my sex life. Krista, you and I are, are pals through the, through, you know, a plethora of different things. Yoga, the yoga world, the yoga drinking, the drinking world. And so a lot of the people go hand in hand. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the people we have on the show, uh, they literally come from the people that, you know, Bridie and I meet in the world and, and spend time shooting the shit with, um, you, the other day you and I were at, uh, well, it's basically, we're at good robot. Oh True. my God! Do they True. endorse this show? Because they, they get a mention in every episode. <laughs> they don't, but I should have bought shares in the company. <laughs> Truly, um, we were at Good Robot, and uh, I said to you that I said something to the effect of like, "Well, you're a gold star lesbian," and true, and you're yeah, and you're untrue, untrue, and true. And so I said, "What, girl? Come on." Come on, the podcast. Let's talk about that. We're about to get dark. We're about to get dark. Hey. As in like dark is like the clothes that you only wear, which is all black. This is true. So (laughs) let's talk about uh, being a lesbian in in Halifax and talk about, um, I I always just assume that you were like full on gold star lesbian. Can someone please define gold star lesbian? (sighs) Yeah. Define it. It's... I find it problematic. Right up on that mic. Be, Get right close. Okay. Like a like a like, penis that you just don't want to be too close to. I don't want to be too close <laughs> to it. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not something that I endorse whatsoever because I think it's it's very problematic. I think it's stupid. Cause, the idea of Gold Star? Yeah. And people that um, judge other people on it. Sure. I know that you guys weren't, but like, like as a title, like as if it, it's like, better to be a lesbian that's a gold star anyways so okay. a gold star is a person is a lesbian that's never slept with another woman uh, or sorry it's another man okay <laughs> what a celibate lesbian god. yeah yeah right oh my god gold star so a gold star is a lesbian who's like i never had sex with a man never yeah. been in with a man and that's okay. not that's not you no okay i don't want to put i don't want to push labels on no, you but no, like no. what I is mean, to me, you're to me you you are you're my like lesbian buddy. Yeah, I mean like um, I love women. We have a we literally have a lesbian roommate. <laughs> we do, yeah, we do. 
which is funny because you just I said feel it like, like it's your only lesbian I know, friend. I know. Aaron's also my good lesbian buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So so well, let's let's take it back then. Okay. Krista, years ago. Ooh, I you don't even need to go back that far. How far back do we uh, go? Well, I mean, like I don't want to say. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but okay. So if we're gonna get down to it, um, I mean. W- when you're in a dark place and you just kind of want to throw everything away, who you are, what you do, everything, um, what's kind of like the best way to do it? For me, when I get into that really dark place, it's sleep with a guy. Because mm-hmm. what's better way to erode or defy who I am as a person? It's like I... Fuck a man? Yeah. Whoa. It's so Whoa. degrading. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, no, it is. Well, that's so interesting. Mm. How, what does that look like? So you're in a dark place. Mm. I'm assuming you mean like emotionally. Yeah, of course. Um, you're in a dark place. You know that you're in a dark place, I am assuming. And then where's this man come from? Like, where do you meet him? How do you approach that situation? And how, what are the signs that you're going down that road? Oof. Okay. So it's usually, um, I have a lot of guy friends and most of them tend to like me. Mm. Um, and like you, like you, or like, like, like you. Like crush on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yo, I get it. I could, I can speak to this. <laughs> um, so. Uh, there's usually lots of alcohol involved, mm-hmm. uh, night out, whatever, and um, it's just, I don't know, like, it, it ends up just happening. Yeah. And the, the craziest part, though, that I will say this, is the fact that um, most of them end up saying that they really enjoyed the sex, which I'm like, I'm a fucking lesbian. Like, I don't, I don't. I don't do I don't do this. Uh-huh. Uh, why? <laughs> do you, so you you actually can't like pinpoint why it's good sex for them? It's it's not. It's it's not, not for, for me. You. No, not for me at all. It's and not good sex for you. But no. they are they are they're clearly vocalizing it. to you that they're like, wow, that was that was something else. Yeah, and which makes me feel even it makes me feel bad. Like oh, I because wow. most of the time um, when I end up explaining. The situation. The situation. And it's like, I'm I'm like, don't, it's it's not on you. Like, this is my own process. Like, it's nothing to do with you. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Yeah. It's, it's a shitty thing to do. It is. And I'm like, I'm, re- I'm really sorry. But at the same time, I'm like, it happened. Do you do- feel like you've used them? Yeah. Is that why it feels shitty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and because it most of the time it's guys that I know that usually end up caring for me on some sort of level that I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right, right. But I was also like, mm, you know that I could never Love go anything. Yeah, go anything deeper than this. Sure. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I, I this is really interesting to me because I get it. I've I've crushed on you a couple times, and at full disclosure, I like I'll put it out there. Yeah. But I've also I've also um, I guess part of me has also been like, but Chris is a but Chris is a lesbian, so like, 
All, you know what? Let's be fucking honest. I crush on a lot of people all the time anyway. Me too. Um, Me too. But <laughs> I, I see it. Like, I see the draw. Like, you're, you're an attractive woman. Oh, you're, thank you. you're very good looking. You're also, you're also, it's funny. We spoke to our friend Emily earlier today. Um, and in, in that conversation that we had with Emily, she was saying how when, when her and I first met, she thought that I was really flirting. coming on to her, flirting with her because, um, simply because we can converse, like we can shoot the shit, mm-hmm. hold eye contact and like chat. And I feel like that with you, like, easy right it's like we we hit it off very easily we're open books we're open books and we, it's like we sit down and we shoot the shit there is something very like um there's an attractive quality to that i guess and it doesn't surprise me that you give off that vibe to a lot of the probably the people n- not even like like you know narrate it down to men but just the people in your life mm-hmm. you're a conversationalist you are a you're you're easygoing from the outsider's perspective you're easygoing it's you're easy to spend time with. So I get it. I get the like crushability thing. Um, but can it's, we, can we focus that focus on that with women though? Well, it's kind of blowing <laughs> my mind. Nice. It's, cl- it's kind of <laughs> blowing my mind that you, y- that you, you have this quality about yourself. And then when you're feeling down or in a dark place, you like self sabotage by, um, taking advantage of that by having sex with a guy what like where does that come from what is that i guess it's like a feeling of loneliness that's what it is i mean um it's not especially being in halifax where it's you know like a tight community and stuff small Um, city right it's 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 definitely like loneliness has a huge part to play in it and when um I don't know, like, I have, it. it's easy to get men. Like, that's that's what it boils down to. It is. Right it is. Shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Is it a lot it harder is. to get women? Um, I mean, I've, I've learned to, I, no, but at the same time, like, emotionally, yes. Like, it's, I, I find it's a lot easier for me to um emotionally capture a man as mm-hmm. opposed to a woman right women are very much interested in me but at the same time they're like mm, i'm emotionally unavailable so like right let's just keep this easy sure like, cool how old are you I'm about to turn 32. Woohoo! Hey, amen. <laughs> Isn't it fun being in the 30s? Yeah. I love it. It actually is. I good love decade. it. Yeah. How, what's, let's talk about your, your coming out process. Oh, yes. Um, I was pretty young-ish. I always kind of knew something was up, but, um, I mean, like, I had no interest in men when you're in your, like, preteen mm-hmm. years and, and stuff like that. But um, I was very lucky in that I had a sister-in-law um, that kind of guided my way. Um, and she she was great. She was basically the influence that allowed me to express myself as soon as I was 15. My sister had her wedding 
and I had gone to her softball games because, of course, <laughs> where all the lesbians meet. Truly, like half games. half the team was gay, and they all <laughs> had slept or been in relationships with each other. <laughs> right, sure, yeah. <laughs> and um, she came up to me, and it was—I I mean, like—I can't think of a more profound moment in my life. She came up to me, and. I, it was an open bar at the reception. Like, come on. I was 15. Oof. I'm I'm going to have a few drinks. And I wasn't prepared for this at all because I didn't... All my life, my parents never talked about um, homosexuality, nothing like that. So I had no reference. I didn't understand. But when I saw the Pride Parade being televised on um, television, I was like... You were like, this oh, is my home. This, this is, is my yeah. home. Are you from here? Toronto. Well, oh. well, nah, nay, Pickering, which is just outside of Toronto. Sure, whatever. Yeah, like, I have to do that stipulation. Gotcha, okay. gotcha. Um, and she just like she held me by the hands and said, "I understand. Like I know, and it's okay to feel how you feel towards women." I was there was I couldn't say anything. I just started to cry. How did she know? Just hanging out with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think fond. The ta- I think the dyke tattoo across your forehead <laughs> yeah. also kind of gave it away. It was like, I know it says dyke I, on your forehead. I literally <laughs> fawned over this woman. Okay, yeah. I wasn't attracted towards her. Well, I mean, I was. I was fifteen, whatever. Sure, but I fawned over her. And if you're a thirty-something-year-old, <laughs> you can pick up pick up on when a person's interested in you or like, yeah. Might be a little gay. Yeah. Sure. So she was, you were 15. Mm-hmm. She was in her 30s. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, I get what's happening here. Which is so crazy to me because when I was 15, if I liked a boy, I wouldn't have described it as fawning over. Because I would have been uh. like super awkward about it. You know? I, I mean, I was like, super awkward. Okay. <laughs> and that's and that's probably, she was like, whoa. <laughs> right. Okay. So you are exhibit, you knew you had feelings but didn't know how to make sense of them absolutely okay absolutely. i love that word fawning i was yeah f-a-w-i-n-g is that is that how you spell it F-A-W-N. that's correct displaying yeah. exaggerated flattery or affection <laughs> obsequious i i, I still fawn yeah. Yeah. i fawn over a lot of people fawning adoration that's, <laughs> that's great krista hastings fawning <laughs> fawning right <laughs> that's me are you just fawning left right and center uh well like not over. I, mm, for certain people, yes, sure, of course, sure. of course. I wouldn't say indiscriminately, but I think I in, in the indiscriminately, indiscriminately <laughs> fond. Yeah, I love this. This is like you're coming out because you've always been like, I don't know how to flirt, but now you're I, I, you, everyone's accusing you of flirting um, with them. Well, but yeah, sure, but I, I but I still don't know how to flirt, but I fawn, I fawn right. a oh, lot, fawn. I fawn so much fawning. Um, my ultimate. No. <laughs> You're, no, so, say it. Say I know, it. I know. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I've learned this time being single, it, it's like a form of consent. It's like I don't, I don't like reaching in for the kiss. It's not flirting. That's weird, right? But I'll, I'll always be like, hey, like, do you want to like make out some time? And like, people can't see it, but 
what Chris is doing <laughs> while she says that is she takes her little her bunny hands, hands, her little bunny hands, it's the limp brings wrists. them up in front of her chest, lets her wrist go completely limp, so the fingers kind of drop towards the ground, and then sort of like brings them left, right, left, right. Do you want to make out? It's like no big deal. Out? I mean, if you want to say no, that's fine. But like, if you do, <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> How's that work out fun. for you? That little, that little. Uh, I say it's like a. Nine out of ten, eight out of ten, like almost a hundred percent. As long as they aren't working, yeah, <laughs> they're not on the job. <laughs> as long as they aren't on the job, that's sweet. it. Works out say really well. No. Who can say no to an attractive person? Be like, want to make out, but like, like Amen. I think asking a question, like I don't know. <laughs> when I was when I ended up becoming single, I was like, do I like lean in for the kiss or whatever? So this is when that kind of started because I think it's important to ask for uh-huh. consent. So yeah. like, do you, are you interested? Like, do you want to do this? It first started, I was like, do you want to do this sometime? It wasn't even a now kind of thing. I was yeah. like, do you want to do this sometime? sometime do you want to make up? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then later I was like, mm, do you want to do this? Like now? <laughs> so, fun. so you're at this wedding and this uh, this young woman essentially calls you out mm. and basically just goes, look, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what was from that moment to the, f- the first moment where you went, I'm going to explore uh, a female relationship. W- what was that? Where was that? Well, first off, after she did that, I cried and I was like shaking because I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't. But at the same time, I did. Um, after that, um, I'm pretty sure I got my first girlfriend, but it was after being in a relationship with a guy mm. Mm. that I only kissed. And I was like, mm, I have this girl. I'm sorry. Like, I'm gay. Bye. <laughs> sorry. Right, yeah. Sorry. I broke his heart. It's I not felt you, really bad. It's me. Yeah. I felt really bad. But I mean, it happened. And through that, first relationship I learned all of the lesbian drama that I could ever have in my whole entire life after that done like you knew all there was to know about being a lesbian oh yes <laughs> oh yes what's les? I've heard about lesbian drama before but I, I it seems very like mysterious like I mean it's it's a matter of see I'm coming from at a point of honesty and I think that's I mean I've always been so confused with if you want to go around fucking multiple people then do that um you also want a relationship that's possible too right but I just I don't know like when I I was always fascinated with um, gay guy relationships mm. and, and that kind of sense where they have that uh, perceived liberty of just you know sleeping around having a good time whereas lesbians their stereotypical thing is Set- being in relationships yeah. Okay. yeah U-hauling yeah. and stuff like that and U-hauling yeah <laughs> Is that Write that down, Brady. Like moving in it's, it's, with each other it's immediately. It's a literal term. Okay. Yeah. 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 And it happens. Okay. <laughs> and the term, the term is exactly that. It's like moving. Yeah. Going. I'm taking. I'm putting all, all my, my shit, shit and yeah. I'm back it mixing it up with your shit. Yeah. We're doing it together. Yeah. yeah right. Um, which is it's fine, but I mean, uh, when cheating, deceiving ends up happening, I'm like, why not just be honest and 
go around and have some fun kind of thing. So was that a big thing you had to deal with your, with your first relationship? Yes, a lot of like big time infidelity. Yes. Right. It was kind of like, um, my old, uh, <laughs> elementary school best friend. We went to different high schools, but turns out she was gay as well. She ended up sleeping with, or having an emotional relationship, whatever, sleeping with, uh, with my girlfriend. Meanwhile, childhood best friends, girlfriend, I end up sleeping with her. It was like, right. it's it's always so complicated, but it happened. Right. It happened, and I learned a lot from it. Yeah. And how did, from it. what did you, like, you know, how did you take that from your first relationship and all those lessons into the next one? I did not want to have any of that to happen. I just wanted to be honest. And if I wanted, I don't know, if I wanted more than one partner and, you know, what we agreed upon was monogamous, then let me be single mm-hmm. kind of thing. I mean... That was that was it. So. Yeah, that, that always has fascinated me. Is like the LGBTQ community, um, specifically like the gay community. I've always thought about how, it, uh, from an outsider's perspective, it, and, and I'm really not in that that world at all. Um, it does seem very like liberal in terms of uh, having multiple relationships and sleeping with a lot of people, and and, um, and you know I do know a couple of. Uh, gay couples who are who seem to have like really nested and and found monogamy within their their relationship but uh also you know the most of the people that i've known it it seems like uh i guess i don't want to say polyamory is like the go-to because polyamory is very uh it is very like there's a lot of consent involved and everybody knows who everybody else is or at least like everyone's aware that there's other people what, like what is what is that what what is have you ever put thought into that about like what is it that makes lgbtq lesbian gay relationships far more fluid and like less less catered to falling into monogamy than than like the hetero type relationship i feel like you're already defying the stereotypical like man and woman get married kind of thing yeah. so it makes you question everything else right so right exactly like if, they, if why this, not if this is the norm for them yeah doesn't fucking have to be for it redefines uh, everything right i feel sure and, interesting yeah. right yeah yeah totally yeah it is for it is it, it is it's a it's something that i've thought about a lot from you know from the sidelines but have never really like talked about it. I don't know. So are you are you someone who te- like today, Krista? Today, are you someone who who is more inclined to like uh, lean into that more sort of monogamous nesting type? Like, is that what you're searching for? Uh, the ideal relationship would definitely be monogamous. Sure. I would say coined by Dan Savage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I definitely want to be with a person. I want to wake up next to them. I want to fucking make breakfast for them. I want to travel with them. I want to do everything with them. Um, be somewhat sexually exclusive. But I if it's kind of like foot in the door kind of thing where, you know, once you establish that foundation, um, you've explored everything between each other and had 
like such an amazing time like just it's amazing Mm -hmm. but uh you know past that i recognize that you know like being with that same person all your life is a bit much yeah Yeah. right so so what i would love is to kind of explore with that person be it like a threesome bathhouse Mm-hmm. whatever what have kind, you what have you and introduce other people whatever that however that may manifest um but like kind of like together and have that fuel the relationship that's mm-hmm. that would be ideal for me i'll be right back i'm gonna grab the uh laptop charger we're okay. running low on battery oh keep this yeah. motherfucker going though um it's funny that uh that you guys both just agreed on the the monogamous till, or to be with one person, you know, till death do you part or whatever. It seems crazy because um, I just recently read something and I don't know what it was exactly. I can't remember who who it was, but it stood out to me. They said uh, they said if you want to, you know, uh, get to know some parts of yourself really well have lots of different relationships but if you want to get to know yourself on a lot of levels have have one long-term relationship not not exclusively one long-term relationship but have a long-term relationship because when you date a lot and you um you have fewer long-term relationships, but many shorter-term relationships, you're often like, you're playing your best cards over and over again, and Mm. you're reinforcing what you know about yourself, telling your best stories, you know, like your best jokes and everything over and over again. Um, Whereas, like, when you're in a long-term relationship, eventually, they've heard your fucking stories, like, too many times. Who said this? I can't remember. I just was reading something the other day, and it just, it crossed my... It crossed my attention and dropping some knowledge. It. I like that. That's like that. yeah. Especially yeah. I've almost exclusively just been in long, like serial monogamous. Yeah, me too. Right, just long, long, like fucking five years. Yeah, super long time. This is probably the longest time I've ever been single. Okay. And what's really interesting is the fact that when I go to bed, I kind of take a moment and I'm like, I don't have to fight with anyone yeah. i haven't had a, f- a relationship fight in so long and mm-hmm. how nice is that yeah yeah but at, but at the same time i'm there's stuff that you miss there's stuff that i miss but i i don't think i mean as soon as i've ever been out of a relationship i've always missed being in a relationship and i feel like this is the first time that i've kind of really enjoyed being single-ish right. i wonder if that's like because i haven't been single in a very long time and uh and i wonder if that's like now as a like a, an older woman I mean, i'm still a young woman but in my 30s in my mid 30s like i think i would make a lot more of being single now than oh yeah ever yeah. i would i would enjoy my company my own company so much more now than yeah. i did when i was younger yeah for sure uh, for sure yeah i hear that sometimes in relationship fights i'm just like why the fuck? What the fuck am I, I doing? I don't even yeah. like you that much. <sighs> and then, and then yeah. you know, you got to yeah. be like, okay, but Bridie, realistically, if you weren't in a relationship with anybody, if you were perpetually single, you'd probably be 
the worst person on the planet because yeah. no one would ever challenge you. <laughs> no one challenges you. No one asks you to examine the things you're saying. And I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I don't want to fucking work. And like, nobody gives me this kind of fucking trouble when I'm on my own. I have own. some good yeah. friends that put me in check. No, AKA Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Who's listening right now, uh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, definitely puts me in check sometimes because, yeah, when you're single, I... I always feel like I'm a better person when I'm in a relationship. Uh-huh. And, I, and I'm and i slowly starting to discover that, which is very valuable, I find, to be able to, I guess, live for yourself in a kind of way. Because for so long, I've been in long-term relationships and just lived for the other person. Not for the other person. You know what I mean? Like, I want to better myself to be better in this relationship. Yeah. 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 And and being by yourself, it makes you examine a lot of things. Yeah, and it's actually it's 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 really good, and I I'm starting to appreciate it a lot, even the loneliness. Ugh. Yeah, well, it's, it's funny because like I've known you in both realms now, right? So like mm-hmm. when we when I got to start to get to know you, you were in a, a very like serious monogamous. Monogamous, 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 monogamous relationship. And then that ended. And now we're starting to like get to know each other on this other level (laughs) where, and which is like a little bit closer and a little bit more like social outside of, outside of, you know, the space, the realm that we first knew each other. Yeah. That's really funny. Now come to think of it as like, I've only really, I only really know you as a part of a pair right yeah yeah and now to get to know you outside of that is like it, it is it's really it's it's interesting and fun to watch and to see and uh although we don't spend enough time for me to go yeah i can see the growth or i can see the change there is this sort of like outside of perspective where it's like oh this is really really interesting and it's fun there's it's a fun. shift for there's sure. a shift and it's very fun yeah for 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 me to like see you know i mean it's a little painful for me but whatever <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about like single life because uh, I mean, there there's one thing that I had written yeah, down. What's it like? There, Tell us about being yeah, single. There's one specific thing I have written down, which to be like, you know what? I'm just going to read it verbatim. Yeah. Um, it simply just says five orgasms in the seahorse bathroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does mm-hmm. that mean to you? Mm, um. I think I only want, really want to speak of one because it was probably the best. Okay. <laughs> Bridie's noting this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have to make notes. <laughs> um, it was a night at the seahorse. Uh, I took, I think I just grabbed, maybe I asked. I think there was some asking involved. Mm-hmm. There was some sort of conversing. Brought her into the... A friend. A friend of ours. A friend. Yeah. Brought her into the bathroom stall. Um, there was no discretion whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Did there you was, lock the door? Uh, there was... Yeah. I mean, that's about as discreet <laughs> as we got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, there was a lot of fucking, a lot of screaming, a lot of... Coming? Coming. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Pants were wet. <laughs> and meanwhile, I had the group of friends just outside being like, oh, my God, finish up, like, stop, like, let's go dance. And we're like, hold on. 
I was there, and I remember <laughs> I remember hearing that story afterwards, and all I could think of was like, Jesus Christ, guys, like how fucking loud and noticeable was that five orgasm? What the fuck? It was, I remember, I remember just thinking, like, was, this is a, the start to something. Yeah. What I find really funny, though, is that I've had um, <laughs> gay guy friends kicked out for just, like, two guys going into a stall and literally just, yeah. like, doing their business. Yeah. Not fucking, not doing drugs or anything, um, and being kicked out. Meanwhile, there's me <laughs> fucking just, roaring. Yeah, just roaring. Eating pussy to the next realm, yeah, and no one says shit. Wet pants, no one says anything. Yeah. Walk out, but those yeah. goddamn double you know, standards. That's one for the women. Am I right? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm no, glad I, we brought that up. <laughs> it was it was great. <laughs> it does it does it's you know and like that's one of those things of like the single life where it's kind of like it was a fun experience you know I'll never really forget that sort of thing no yeah that's what I'm talking about on the podcast yeah <laughs> exactly now, now it lives forever right yeah uh, another thing that I had on the list here to talk about was um, I've this has come up a number of times on the show specifically uh, by me where we've talked about like what's your limit what's your hard limit what do you say no to my hard limit is poop, poop. that's my hard limit <laughs> alright that's where I go that's okay. where I go. I know where you're going with this, Jeremy. No thanks. <laughs> um, I you've got a little like doo doo story. I have two. Two doo doo stories. <laughs> Can I, we unpack that a little of bit? Of course, I will tell both. Okay, let's do <laughs> you it. You twisted my it. arm. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I had an ex. Mm-hmm. She was pretty interesting. It was terrible. She was sure. she was terrible, but um, there were moments, and um, I don't know where to start. So I guess uh, the one that you didn't hear, uh, I didn't really hear. No, any. I mean I heard like okay. a, a smidgen of one. Great, 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 good. Yeah. Um. So there was one time where we were in like hot and heavy and whatever. She went to the washroom, and. Like, she came out, and she just had, like, a little bit of, I guess, her poop. And she smeared it all over her body. Bridie's face! (laughs) Um, I was like, cool. I mean, that doesn't really do that much for me, but I know that the act of you doing this is really cool. And she did that. Immediately ended up going and washing it off, and then we continued sex, which was cool. Uh, so it was more like a display. It's like a it was like a primal. It was display. a faux pas, right? Uh, yeah, like, right. and that's that's what we were kind of about. Yeah. Um. The other time. Holy moly! <laughs> do you need a moment? Well, I mean, yeah, I do. Let's unpack yeah. that for a second. Well, I mean, she comes out. Yeah. You guys were previously already into it. Yeah. Fully she, naked. She's like, I'll be into right back. It. Goes in. Does Gets the poop on her hand. Yeah. Puts it on her body. <laughs> it comes out and goes, puts it on her body. Yeah. And then your, you know, God bless you. Your reaction is, I see it. I appreciate it. I get it. And that's about it. That's about it. And then she went in, cleaned off. Yeah. And then you were like, all right, cool. We good? Let's, Let's continue. Go. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I she may have okay. wanted more, but I right. was... You didn't talk about it? You didn't ask her if there was something more she wanted afterwards? Like, Oh, well, I mean, we're... We were pretty open about things, so mm-hmm. if she wanted to, she would have said something, but I felt like... 
She got the clue. She it got was, the idea. No, she I felt like it was pushing like, the pushing the envelope. It was pushing an envelope even for her. So we both recognized that moment. We're like, okay, mm, take a step back, go in the shower, let's go. Yeah. So turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. 
The kinkiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Straight up, even on this podcast. Yeah, yeah oh I'm with Lord. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while she was sitting on the toilet, you yeah. were just like f- fingering her, eating her out. Like I wouldn't say eating out. Okay, no. all right. Well, I, I wouldn't say eating out, but yeah, I was definitely fucking her here. and she was coming. She was on the toilet. Wow. Correct. Okay. Wow, right. wow, wow. You know what? There's a part of me, a small part of me. Yes, Brady. That gets that. I get it. Because right? the feeling of, and I hate Say talking it. about poop. Say it. Bridie fucking hates poop. Say it. The poop talk. I don't like it. Yeah. I, tr- I push the buttons on that sometimes. And it's like, no. Dude, today I was like, babe, Wait. can you throw me some toilet paper? Literally opens the door, doesn't even put her head in and whips it at me like as hard as she can <laughs> while I'm shitting. Bridie, That'll tell teach me. you not tell to go me. to the bathroom without toilet paper again. Um, I, the, I appreciate mm-hmm. that it feels good. To poop. It fucking goddamn right okay. it does. Okay. And it feels great to come. And we were talking about this earlier about squirting and how there's like, and the G-spot orgasm where it's like, it's not really, it's kind of borders on uncomfortable. There's like right. this <laughs> bearing down feeling. Like when I'm on top and I've already come, but we're still having sex and I... I'm squirting because, like, that's just what's happening. Um, uh, it's like I am like gripping whatever. I am angry almost at how it feels good, but it feels uncomfortable. This is so interesting, and I'm kind of. It's very. It's a very primal feeling from for me anyway. That's what I feel. And with Emily, our guest Emily, she said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. She said the same thing. About I mean, sp- there's. You have to let go. There's there's no hiding. Yeah. When you end up fucking coming everywhere. Yeah. There and is that. There's there's no hiding. So it's just you're fucking bare exposed. Oh, yeah. And I let that out. I think I do a pretty good job at like letting that out like vocally and physically. Like even though I'm like if I'm clenching my fist, I'm letting go everywhere else. This is really hot. But pooping <laughs> and coming. I mean, I I'm not ready to go there, but I, I can understand yeah. the primalness of yeah. like yeah. those releases happening at I the mean, same time. What you could do is like butt plug and then have a person make you come. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But yeah. like pull it out as you're coming. Oh my God. Have you ever anally c- came? Have you ever come, come from anal? Of course. And I make every girl do that. Yeah. How okay. Sweet. Sweet. Okay. Sweet. <laughs> So I want to talk about that because I, I made Becca come from anal once. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's a, it, a small, thin layer. Like, all you have to do is go in and then... Bump, right. You're still bumping up against the, right? the clit, right? right? The, on the inside, on the that huge organ that's like it's also just, the G-spot. It's, I don't know. For me, I'm like, it's it's like, it's, it's easy. Like, just right. put it in. Put it in, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is... I, I don't know the, the anatomical workings of this but like um having having sex anally mm-hmm. with someone um and having them come is that for the, for the female let's mm-hmm. say we're let's say a female is being being penetrated anally but only penetrated anally and then they come is that a orgasm that is located within the vagina or like you know like a g-spotish orgasm or is that like the is there like an anal orgasm that's happening? Okay. So I distinguish in my own terminology 
I say orgasm when it's a clitoral orgasm. Okay. I say coming when it's like fucking squirting everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, when I, I don't know, I guess when it comes to anal, if you end up squirting everywhere, it's because you've stimulated the G spot. Right. In a way, because it's, it's like I said, it's just a thin little layer and you can yeah, totally a, yeah. get to it. Yeah. But and so. Becky wasn't squirting everywhere when, when she came from the anal. So. So like, what the fuck is going was, on? Uh, fucking. Man, just, we gotta get up. We gotta get an anal sex Doctor on this podcast. We're talking about that shit. <laughs> I think his name is Doctor. Doctor Anal. Anal Sex. Doctor Poop. Doctor Doo Doo. Yeah. Um, well, that's really interesting. Yeah, I like that yeah, insight. I like it, and you know what I love about it is like the unapologetic, unpolished realism of just fucking. Yeah, she was taking shit, and I fucked her. And I mean, like, I love that. Pushing the boundaries, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like I'm just pi- I'm just picturing like a a pet or a kid when they're like they know they're doing something they're not supposed to do, yeah, and, and the, they're making and the sort of eye contact, side eye, the side eye contact the whole mm-hmm. time. They're doing yeah. they're like, when are you going to interject? When are you going to stop this? Oh, you're not going to stop me. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. I feel like, like Brady's into it. <laughs> I think so. I'm not going to be doing that. No, no. I'm still, I still, um, you know, if let's say I'm at somebody's house uh, that I've been sleeping with and I have to poop, I still go home first. (laughs) I do Um, not. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. OMG. Dude, the amount of times I've shit (laughs) in front of Becca and like walked in on her sitting. I've heard of this. Oh yeah, dude. The pee on pee thing. Oh, I'll pee between her legs. (laughs) Right? Yeah. We had this conversation and it was so funny because I've done, I like, I don't know, it's kind of fun. Like we're, I've done this with multiple girls where I'm like, we're drunk. Like let's pee at the same time. Let's do the spider. But it's, it's a little more difficult with women. I oh, have to say. for sure! Yeah. I just right? stand there and aim right? between the legs. It's just like, yeah, you gotta I mean, like acrobatically like straddle yeah. and aim and all that shit. But yeah. it's kind of fun. It is fun. It's hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. and hilarious. Yeah, it's super funny. <laughs> Freddie's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bathroom is the one place that I actually can close the door. It's your and own. No privacy. one will come in. Yeah. And yet, all of my stories and have then, involved yeah. a washer. And Now I'm going to be scared. Now I'm going to be scared for sure. I'm well, sorry, Brady. I got to say, uh, this was, I knew this was going to be a. Wait, we're done? Dude, I mean, see? we don't have to be. We're an hour <laughs> in. We're an just, hour in. We, let, let's keep this motherfucker going. You got more shit? Let's do it. I know. I just have one question because for some reason, I wouldn't, I'm not really ever been intrigued to ask anybody else this ever before. But for some reason, it came up while you were talking. So I just have to act on it just in case it's valuable. I'm excited. Um, so you've, you've had sex with men and women. Correct. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty straight. Like I've had sex with, you know, a lot of men and, um, I've had sex with a couple of women and I'm not like turned off. By it, I can get into it, but I just kind of wonder, like, how you feel about the penis. Like, when you look at it, is it like, does it weird you out? And like the action of like touching it, touching or sucking it, or, it, or like yeah. doing the stroking part. Ew! 
Okay. If you could see my face. <laughs> you are legitimately um, wincing. No, yeah. it's gross. I mean... I no. have a really nice penis. Just you saying. do, and and uh, but yeah. it's just like I can change your mind, Krista. I, I mean, mean, I don't think so. <laughs> it's just it it intrigues me because like when I think about uh like female anatomy on female anatomy type of sex, I'm you know it's very it's obviously a very different kind of interaction than uh, uh male anatomy with a female because there's like a, a particular insertion point and all of that but like and then there's friction and there's you know there's all these different actions but like the stroking of a penis does not that action is not replicated in girl and girl on girl no 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 i i I would have to say this um all the times i've ever slept with men has always felt more like exercise right like imagine running a fucking marathon you fucking hate that shit but you're you're doing it. You're doing it. it for your. Yeah. You're doing it. I guess for your own good. Is it <laughs> for your best Is time it? to beat your own best best, best time. time? Yeah, it's like yeah. 45 minutes. Okay, carry on. Yeah. Like I'm minutes, done. Please. Oh my god. <laughs> but um, also it's I guess it's more of a feeling. Yeah. And if I were gonna get like deep about it, um, I guess it. I always imagine like a woman with a strap on or like a woman being uh, in me. Right. As opposed to a guy. So when it's happening. Yeah. You're like kind of fantasizing about something different. Of course. Right. Of course. But ew. <laughs> Penises. Ew. 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 God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, I, I don't it. care how good it looks. It's, it's going to okay. be gross. No, I, no, it's okay. I get no, it. I get no, it. That's going to happen. I get it. I mean, it, I get it because. Uh, I've been tra- trying to wrap my head around loving another penis other than mine. Right. And I have a hard time with it. It's mm. funny, like, it. penises <coughs> are kind of ridiculous. If it was like, a penis that if, looked exactly like mine, I'd be like, I'll suck that. Okay. okay. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. You do. Yours is great. It's fantastic. I am looking at you and I am saying without a fucking doubt in my mind. I almost want to go like on an I, excursion and be sh- like, show me your penis. Hold on. Though. I will find one. There I is a caveat to that. There is a caveat okay, to that. Okay, fine. He also has to have a very particular face. Explain. He has well, to look like Jeremy. He has to look, has to like look exactly like me. No, 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 no. no. Uh, there's, there's only two men I've ever met where I've gone, yep, I'd do it. I'd do it. If it was one of those two guys and they were working with what I'm working with, I'm fucking in. I'm like, what? Uh, cash me in. I'll do what it. What is it? What are the features of these men that are in common that. I don't want to talk about it. Well, like, because the last time I talked about it, Nelson, I know you're fucking listening again. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yep. and he fucking texted me last time he heard me talking about it and was like, dude, I am fucking squirming. So he's probably squirming again. Nelson, I'm sorry, but you're a fucking beautiful human. You're a beautiful man. I want to meet this human. You're, you're yeah, a beautiful yeah. man. I would kiss you on the face and I'd probably kiss you on the pee pee. Oh. All right. I would I'd say it. No, I'm so sorry, Nelson, because I know a lot of our fucking mutual friends are listening to. But like, whatever. Let's let it go. Whatever. You're a married man or you're about to be married. So it's all good. I, it's safe. I can say it. Um, the other person who I don't want to I don't want to call it. I don't want to say because I don't know them. And also, I don't want them to know that I think this about them is someone who works at a bar in Halifax who is also just a fucking beautiful creature, like just a creature that similar just, features. Though, okay. To let, Nelson? All right. Let's put it this way. 
Do you um, like like uh, kind of a Greek? No, no, a young. No, no, no. Yes, young looking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sharper features, more defined cheekbones. Uh, handsome, yeah, like like a like kind of an Adonis, but but like also a little like like sharp, but also boy boyish at yep. the same time. So mm-hmm. it's like, um, I, I not like, like someone who would pose for a sculpture being made of them. Yes, yeah, or like a Calvin Klein esque model. model. Oh my, you know, God. not a lot of like not a lot of not a super hairy dude. No, not a not an overtly masculine man, but also not a super feminine man either. Someone someone right in the middle or maybe leaning towards man. feminine. Every gay man's a, dream. A beautiful man. <laughs> yeah, that that is like that is it. Honestly, it's like the stereotypical it perfect is. gay man it is. boy man boy. Not boy too man. masculine, not too feminine. A fucking seal with no hair. <laughs> you know amen <laughs> amen girl so you know it, that and and it's it is a very um i don't know it's very and i've only honest to fucking god i've only seen two people where i've sat and thought could i yeah i think i could mm-hmm. we'll leave it at that well dan savage always says there's the one right he ended up talking about uh how he was like walking down the street saw this beautiful quotations guy guy sure turns out was a butch lesbian and still was like yeah yeah i would okay so i've been attracted to some butch lesbians before like legit i worked in a restaurant in toronto when i was in um university and there was this one woman i don't remember her name she was a dj and she was like i don't know i i do tend to have like a except for jeremy obviously a a thing for like slightlier a heavier set people like just like yeah. a little soft that ain't me no a little yeah. like teddy bear kind of looking and this was her and she was just always flirt with me and i would always get so flustered was this at fresen where was this at fresh at fresh okay sure yeah. excuse as yeah. in the vegan restaurant yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah. yeah and and anytime i've ever had like a little bit of like a like a tingle for a woman it's always been someone who looks kind of the same as that as that woman right. did, which is just like kind of a butch lesbian yeah but i um yeah i don't know i'm not I really, I guess, I just like I like the thrusting of of a, a, like a, a big hard penis. Right. Yeah. You like to get <laughs> fucked. Yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. I mean. Thank you, Brady. I mean, the door. I'm not. I'm not closing the door on that. But I, I, any of the women I've actually been naked and rolled around with have not been the ones that I find attractive from afar. Right. Right. Wow. Right. Right. Yeah. This is this is <laughs> I love this conversation. I love it. Uh, is there anything that we didn't touch on that you were hoping we could get into? I don't think so. Well, Krista, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week again with just another fucking... I love the adjectives Sexy, you choose. You're like, like, so you're like a beautiful episode. I was like, was it beautiful? Was I don't know. It, it, was, it was a beautiful. <laughs> uh, another uh, uh, butch episode. <laughs> and uh, in the meantime, if you want to hook, if you want to uh, help us out, hook us up. 
uh, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Hit subscribe. All right. Rate us. Review us. We want to hear what your thoughts are. Just let us know if you think. Tell I'd... us more about how Jeremy talks too much. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get that a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's okay. That's good. I'm working on it. Okay. I'm actually trying. And uh, if you want to. endearing. If you want to <laughs> support us financially, we, we honestly, we could use it. Um, <laughs> Bridie and I do that. This is a labor of love for us. And. For us to take this to the next level, to take this to somewhere where we, where it can continue to thrive and continue to grow, um, we honestly can't do that without your help. So head on over to patreon.com slash turn me on and uh, you can you can sign up to, to basically help us continue to grow and, and, and foster this, this little project. And for everyone who's already become a patron, we love you so much. Yeah, we love you more so than our own dog. Uh, and uh, there's other things you can do if you want to interact and engage with us. Absolutely. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, we're not there, but there's a lot of sexy bums there that Holy we post every week. And uh, we could use a few more of those. So why don't you send them our way through Instagram or Gmail, uh, turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com or on our website, turnmeonpodcast.com. You can also submit brain boners. That's a question that you'd like us to take a swing at and uh, we'd be happy to also hear from anybody who wants to be on the show. You can reach out to us on our website, like I said, or through our email. That is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.